Good morning, Weber High. Here I am on another Monday uh, for another round of Monday Motivation with Mr. Godfrey from my deck and my backyard. So here we go. I reached out to our leadership team. That is Easton McKay, sophomore class president, Tyler Garner, junior class president, Camden Morris, senior class president, and Oakley Hogue, SBO president, for some advice on what I should talk about for this round of Monday Motivation. And their styles were just so cute and indicative of each of them. For example, Easton suggested that I give a shout out to somebody, which I will do. Tyler was fun and lighthearted and asked for another lesson and main song. I'm not sure if he was saying that to uh, mock me or sincerely. Camden is worried um, about getting a desk and Oakley wants to know how to talk to her friends about the changes and what's going on and what they can expect. So um, there's your leadership team of, of Weber High School right there. So Let's start with Camden, okay? Uh, Camden Morris, good old Camden. If you haven't seen, he uh, he sent a message, a letter that he wrote to all of the seniors of Weber High. I'm not sure if it got sent just to seniors or to everybody, but it's really sweet. It's uh, about uh, some things that he's learned from, from the Marvel movies and some things that he's learned from his mama and how he can apply some of these thoughts into this you know, unprecedented and weird situation. Um, it's in your email if you haven't read it. Um, so that's the good of Camden Morris, but let's make fun of him for a minute on this side of things. So I asked him, what should I talk about? And he said, well, why don't you help me figure out a way to steal a desk? Okay, that's on Camden's mind, is stealing a desk. Now, I guess maybe the lesson we can learn from this is that when... When school is taken away from you, steal a desk. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. When life takes away your desks, go steal one and bring it home with you. Um, I obviously don't have any suggestions for Camden on how he should accomplish this task. But it seems like it's very important to him. So if you have any recommendations on how he could go about getting a desk as a souvenir uh, please let him know give him a, a text um, or a message um, on hangouts or something and give him some advice on an elaborate plan because it's really important to him next my friend Tyler J Tyler J. Garner asked for another main song. I've referenced the main in a couple of videos now, and uh, he wants another song. So here's my song recommendation today. Um, the main came out with a, an album called Can't Stop, Won't Stop in, um, in 2008. And 2008 just so happens to be the year that I, Mr. Godfrey, graduated from Weber High. 
And so that album became kind of my senior year album. Uh, the songs just really hit me. It was more of a pop punk kind of album, very upbeat, uh, lots of good, just like driving in the car, windows down kind of songs, uh, sing along kind of songs, you know, dance along kind of songs, and uh, very positive and fun. And it was perfect for my senior year, of course. And there was one song in particular that uh, really connected with my senior year, and so I wanted to recommend that one since it kind of relates to us um, moving on or getting ready for summer or graduating. And that song is called We All Roll Along. Um, in that song, it kind of talks about how you always dream about leaving and moving away from this certain place um, but now it's time to do that and you don't want to um, so you are sitting there reflecting on all of the good times it talks about the sleepless nights um, you know hanging out in parking lots driving around being crazy and trying not to get caught right you're remembering and reflecting on those certain experiences that you've had and um, knowing that it's probably the end. And so it talks about one of the lines is just don't forget this. We won't regret this. And I do hope that's a line that can resonate with you guys that you can apply into your own lives from this past year. Um, my other, my other favorite line in that song is, is near the end where it says that, um, this place will always be a part of me. And then it says, yeah, you all are a part of me. And that was certainly true for me when I was graduating from Weber High. Um, but it's also true for me now, too. Uh, you know, this place, the community, Weber High community, and Weber High in general, like, that's a part of me. And uh, all of the people that are connected, were connected are connected will be connected like all of those people are a part of me and so again i hope that's something that might be true um, for you and for this uh year so give it a listen uh can't stop won't stop awesome album the specific song we all roll along okay all right next my friend oakley hogue um oakley just wants to know what she could tell people um what to expect or what's going on and and so you know i'll what I know um, is that admin is is working on the the specific graduation plan, but it is looking like the virtual graduation is the plan that is uh, more most likely. It also um, seems like. The admin is working hard on figuring out the logistics behind uh, distributing caps and gowns and um, a yearbook kind of day or opportunity. Um, I can, I know that admin is very concerned about the seniors and giving them a fitting farewell. They do want to highlight you in some way. I know that they... Um, are thinking about and probably making plans for a little summer get-together kind of thing for the seniors um, if everything from the health departments um, moves the right direction and it and it fits in line with some of the recommendations so 
you could probably expect something like that school sponsored kind of hangout where um, you guys can get together and have that closure and those farewells or hellos um, I also know that um, admin is working on a you know a special something for the seniors um, that it's on Miss Ernest's mind a lot and uh, she loves you guys and wants to take care of you and give you something to remember um, this year and uh, your high school experience you know so it, like we go back to that song so it can be a part of you and that uh, you can feel like you were a part of something too um, you can tell your friends that you know this online learning is the plan for the rest of the way and that we uh, you know obviously we have midterms this week um, there are other grading options for classes if um, people are struggling or have unique circumstances or if it's just not this digital learning is just not working for them um, you have pass fail options um, teachers are changing their grading scale um, you know, you have modified instruction and, and late work that is more readily accepted. So, you know, there's a lot of options to help this fourth quarter grade not, um, not, I don't know, severely um, handicap your GPAs and uh, just understanding the uniqueness of this situation. So uh, your teachers will be accommodating and helpful. Um, our school district is is recommending and and helping teachers remember that and to apply that for you guys um, I, I like this I read an article I guess about the you know corona situation and um, it talked about how we can view maybe each day or each week as the now normal it's not a new normal as, as we would like to believe you know this is your new normal this is what's going on but it's kind of the current at the moment normal um, because as we all know and have seen things change pretty quickly and so things over the summer might be different but might be the now normal and things for the fall or the next upcoming school year might be different um, but we just need to have the mentality of accepting the now normal and making the most out of the now normal and not letting it, you know, really hamper, you know, our, our mental health, our emotional health, our sense of what we expect or how things used to be. There's going to be change and we have to uh, adapt to it and evolve with it and then go with it. So uh, those are some things that I would tell your friends, uh, both to expect and some pieces of advice. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, and I want to be transparent and um, I'll share with you what I know or uh, share with you what uh, teachers are getting, what advice teachers are getting so that we can pass that on to you guys and you can pass that along to um, our students too, okay? All right, lastly, the meat um, of my video today. Um, this is the good stuff, so I hope you've lasted 11 minutes into this video and you'll you'll listen to the good stuff. So, uh, Easton McKay, sophomore class president, he said, uh, you know, when I asked, what should we talk about? He said, well, guess what? It's Norman's birthday, so we need to give a shout out to Norman. And he's right. 
it's Norman's birthday. Shout out to Norman. Norman is awesome. I've said it uh, recently that you can't spell man. Wait, sorry. You can't spell Norman without man because he is the man. And I just love Norman and uh, hope he has a very special day. One thing I know about Norman is that he likes basketball, uh, something we share in common. And I know that he likes Kobe Bryant. And so I wanted to share some leadership advice and lessons from Kobe Bryant. Now, Kobe um, was one of my favorite players to watch play basketball. I loved watching him play basketball. I remember I had a little TV that I got from the DI that I put in my room and I would stay up uh, to watch whatever national games were on and the Lakers would be on quite often while I was growing up. And I just remember watching him and his his fierce competitiveness and the way that he could just score from wherever he wanted uh, was so fun to watch. I specifically remember um, a weekend in April when the uh, LDS Church uh, held their usual, you know, general conference, and the Lakers had a Saturday uh, a game, um, like prime time, you know. It was a big deal to have games in the early afternoon. And I asked my parents if I could watch General Conference in my room on my little TV. And for some reason, they said yes. And I can't remember, I guess, if it was a Saturday or a Sunday. I bet it was a Sunday game. But I uh, asked if I could watch, and they said yes. And uh, I went in my room, and I didn't watch a single talk from General Conference. I turned on uh, the Lakers. They were playing Portland, and it was one of the best games that I've ever watched. And it's something that I should feel guilty about, but I don't. And I don't think it's even anything my parents know, so don't tell them. Don't show them this video, okay? Um, but I just loved watching Kobe play ball is my point. However, I do have to admit that I never liked Kobe as a person. Um, part of the reason why was because uh, while I was growing up, he was involved in a, a pretty big trial that really ticked me off. Um, and then I, as I reflected on why maybe I didn't like Kobe Bryant, I think it was because of his leadership style, to be honest. He was very brash and honest, in your face, abrasive. Um, he was my way or the highway kind of guy. And that uh, just rubbed me the wrong way as a person, okay? I loved watching him play basketball, didn't love the kind of person that he was. However, I think my opinion changed of him as I grew up and as he did too. Um, and he became a little bit more honest and thoughtful and reflective and... He still didn't care for your opinion, but he was more explaining where he came from. And that's where some of my leadership lessons come today. I have three, okay, from, that, from Kobe Bryant. Number one is I would argue that his greatest leadership lesson came when he tore his Achilles. He was playing basketball. Um... And it was probably his last great year 
He made the All-NBA first team, so he was named one of the five best players in the NBA for that season. And he was just, you know, the Kobe that we know, relentless on the court. Um, but as he was playing full speed uh, near the end of the season, he ruptured his Achilles. And he, most people, you rupture your Achilles, you're done, you you walk, uh, you know, you, you fall to the ground and you're in the locker room within minutes and um, that's the end, right? But for Kobe, uh, his foot is dangling, okay, uh, from his ankle and uh, there's no support. And um, he had gotten fouled on the play, and so he goes um, gingerly, tiptoeing, kind of limping to the free throw line, and flat-footed, he sinks both of the free throws, and then he walks off the court on his own power, and that's the end. Okay, that's the end of, of Kobe Bryant and his basketball uh, career as someone amazing. He played a couple more years, um, but that was really the end. And I think something here that we can apply is that Kobe Bryant was forced to limp to the finish line, right? He was forced to limp to the end. It wasn't how he envisioned or wanted his ending um, for his his stardom, um, but it's the hand that he was dealt. And so he kept uh, a positive face, a positive front. He did what he was supposed to do, and then... Um, as the leader, he, he just limped off the floor knowing that it was the end, right? Um, but not wanting help from anybody else or any special circumstances. And I really love that idea right now. And I think it's something you guys can chew on. Number two, maybe that first one was meant more for my seniors, but number two I think can be applied to the rest of us, our sophomores and juniors and those that will be coming back to Weber High. Um, Kobe Bryant, he won three championships with with Shaq in the early 2000s, and then there was a break for a while when Shaq went somewhere else, and Kobe was left to lead the team by himself. And when he was in position to do so, um, in 2008, uh, my senior year again, he um, took on a leadership role. Uh, he tried to change who he was as a leader, and he tried to be more buddy-buddy, and he tried to, um, you know, be one of the guys and, and take care of his own. And they went to the NBA Finals that year, and they lost to the Boston Celtics. And Kobe remembers that the Boston Celtics were just tougher and uh, physically and mentally. And so the next year, Kobe had to change his leadership style and he kind of went back to who he was. Uh, he really got into his teammates' faces. Um, there's a story about how he Kobe beat his um, teammate Pau Gasol in the Olympics that year for the uh, um, for the gold medal. And Kobe put that gold medal in Pau Gasol's locker for the rest of the year, um, so that Gasol could remember. Um, what is needed to be a champion and what is needed to succeed. Um, he was fierce and uh, didn't take any plays off and he wanted his teammates to follow that example and he was surrounded by a group that wanted to follow that example that was hungry for a championship and for success because they had felt the failure and the bitter end um, already. 
And in 2009 and in 2010, um, Kobe and the Lakers won back-to-back uh, NBA champions, uh, championships. And Kobe thinks a lot of the credit goes towards this change in leadership approach and using failure to fuel who you are as a leader. So I think that that can be applied to us right now because this isn't the end um, to the school year that we envisioned. Uh, this isn't the end to our experience um, at Weber High, even as a junior and a, a sophomore that we wanted. Um, and so we can take this feeling, we can take some of these lows and failures and some of these feelings that we've heard and seen from our peers, and that can fuel who we are as leaders next year. And it can fuel us to have um, even bigger highs next year when uh, we've known what it feels like to be apart and to be away and to have things taken from us. Um, we can use that to be better and we can maybe change our leadership approach a little bit too so that we understand where we've been and know where we want to go. And that makes me excited and I hope it makes some of you excited too to have that challenge. So that's something to, to chew on as well. Lastly, I want to share one of my favorite quotes from Kobe about leadership. Um, he wrote this on Facebook when he, I don't know, may, I don't even know when, but it was uh, in the 2010s, maybe 2012, 13, 14 or something, okay? Uh, he wrote on Facebook what leadership meant to him. And it's a simple, it's like 200 words. Um, it's a simple post. But I think that there's a lot of great truths about his leadership style and maybe um, how that fits with some of us. So he wrote, leadership is a responsibility. We've talked about that in class before, and I really like that idea. Okay, um, It's a responsibility, not a choice, maybe not something fun. Maybe you were elected in and voted in, but it's still going to be a responsibility. And Kobe believed that. He says, there comes a point when one must make a decision. Are you willing to do what it takes to push the right buttons to elevate those around you? Are you, I'm going to say it again, are you willing to do what it takes to push the right buttons to elevate those around you? If the answer is yes, which probably all of you said, are you then willing to push the right buttons even if it means being perceived as the villain? And that's what Kobe was, right? Everybody, uh, Kobe was the antagonist for the NBA, even amongst his teammates most of the time. He was a villain, but he did it for a reason, which he'll go on to say. He says, that's where true responsibility of being a leader lies. Sometimes you must prioritize the success of the team ahead of how your own image is perceived. The ability to elevate those around you is more than simply sharing the ball or making teammates feel a certain level of comfort. It's pushing them to find their inner beast, even if they end up resenting you for it at the time. I really love that idea. I love that line of helping people find their inner beast, even if it makes them uncomfortable, even if they despise you for it at a time. But all you're trying to do is elevate them, make them better, and make them find their potential or their inner beast. Kobe says, I'd rather be perceived as a winner than a good teammate. I wish they both went hand in hand all the time, but that's just not reality. I have nothing in common with lazy people who blame others for their lack of success. 
Great things come from hard work and perseverance. No excuses. Uh, Kobe at the end here, he admits that this is my way. It might not be right for you, but all I can do is share my thoughts. It's on you to figure out which leadership style suits you best and which way will elevate those around you. I really just think that even if I dis disliked him as a person and his leadership style was different than what I would think, um, I really like the idea that you are elevating others, you're making them better, you want success, you'd rather be a winner, and um, your own self-interests and being lazy and um, not working hard, like that has no place for Kobe or for me. Um, so we can share that truth. I think that even though this might not be the way I go about it, I think that it's still uh, a leadership style that some people might have and that, he, as he says, all we can do is share our thoughts and you have to figure out which style suits you best so that you can, again, elevate those around you. And that's what you guys are trying to figure out and that's what we need right now. Um, you need to be the leaders that you've been... Um, asked to be it's not a it's a responsibility and we need you to be the student leaders and you need to figure out what your style is right now so that you can go about and make the best out of other people during this time i hope norman has a great birthday i hope that norman finds his inner beast and i hope that norman knows that i again love him and uh think the world of him and and that's why I wanted to share some Kobe thoughts today. The rest of you I also love and miss and hope that you're doing well on this bright and blue Monday. If you need anything, as always, please reach out to me. I'm always here for you guys, as are your other advisors. Um, I've talked to um, Slater and Hodges and Kinghorn, and they miss you guys too and are continually thinking about you. So you can reach out to them if you need something as well. There's a there's a whole team of people um, that are thinking about you and, and want you to achieve your best and do your best and uh, feel healthy right now. Um, you're not alone, and you're still part of our Weaver family, okay? You always will be. All right, guys, I've started to ramble again, so I'll end this video. Um, hope to talk to you and see you all soon. Bye.